presented by the Freedom to Vote Alliance. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Manovalin. It's Friday. We're looking at what's next for voting rights and maybe what's next for the Democratic Party. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Just before 10 p.m. Thursday night, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer ditched plans to keep the Senate in town through the weekend in order to meet an MLK Day deadline to pass voting rights legislation. He cited an unexpected snowstorm in D.C. on Sunday and Monday. The Senate will return Tuesday to take up voting rights and a potential rules change. You might have heard some familiar names in the news lately. Former President Bill Clinton made an attempt to reach out to Joe Manchin to sway his opinion on voting rights legislation. Pollster Doug Schoen had an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal outlining the case for a potential Hillary Clinton presidential run. Here to explain the buzz she's hearing about it all is Playbook's Tara Paul Mary. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Here's a sentence I didn't think I'd be saying anytime soon. It seems like the Clintons might be waiting back in the political life. Uh, What have you been hearing? Yeah, that's right. It does seem like they are edging their way back in. The biggest headline, I guess, of it all is that they are seriously considering bringing back the Clinton Global Initiative annual meeting. It was this Mm. big confab of celebrities, world leaders every year around the time of the UN General Assembly in September. And it really kept their organization relevant. So without it, they sort of lost relevance. And so as they try to get back into public life, they're bringing that back. You know, Bill Clinton has been whipping for the White House, calling Senators Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, suggesting policy ideas on BBB to bring it back alive Mm. and, and voting rights. And then, you know, you have this story about, sorry, you have this story that was floated about Hillary Clinton possibly running in 2024. While my sources say that's not true, they don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to float Mm. her name because she is keen to get involved in public life again. And, you know, they are sort of, they've been pariahs for a long time. And this is an opportunity for them to sort of test the waters, you could say. Right. And I mean, what do you do after the presidency, right? I mean, you see Trump getting on any show he possibly can. Barack Obama had that op-ed recently. Mm -hmm. It kind of almost makes sense that they feel like, all right, now's our time to kind of jump back in. One of my sources said they smell blood (laughs) (laughs) and they see it as an opportunity. All of the the disarray, the dysfunction has become a crack in the window for them to enter back into the party and to start being power brokers again, especially ahead of the midterm elections. It could mean, you know, Bill Clinton offering his endorsement, Hillary campaigning, being a part of the discourse. And, you know, they are political animals. So I can imagine it's difficult to sort of feel like they are on the outer ring of the of the fight. On another note, does seem like Congressman Ruben Gallego from Arizona is seriously gearing up to challenge Kirsten Sinema in um, a 2024 primary in the Senate. And, you know, he's been pushed from the left to challenge her, but he has hired a fundraiser who's more Senate focused. He's been talking mm-hmm. to national donors and doing polling. And he really, you know, made one of his first strikes on the House floor against Senator Sinema after she gave her speech on the Senate floor saying that she opposed uh, limiting the filibuster for voting rights. Politico's Tara Paul Mary, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 10 a.m. Eastern, the president will receive the president's daily brief. At 12.30, Biden will deliver remarks on infrastructure in the South Court Auditorium. At 6 p.m., 
Biden will depart the White House to head to Wilmington, Delaware, where he's scheduled to arrive at 6.55. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 11.45 with FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. One last thing before we get out of here, check out this week's episode of Playbook Deep Dive, where friend of the pod Ryan Lizza sits down with Steve Clemens, editor-at-large of The Hill, to talk about bringing DC power players together and being Senator Joe Manchin's confidant. Listen and subscribe to Playbook Deep Dive wherever you get your podcasts. I like to think you're all my confidants. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Politico's senior producer of audio is Jenny Ament. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Manavalan. Have a great weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. The Freedom to Vote Alliance is a nonpartisan group of business and civic leaders deeply concerned about our democracy. Many states are implementing measures to restrict our freedom to vote. That's a dangerous path. Our economy depends on the certainty of a stable, thriving democracy. Most Americans support legislation protecting the freedom to vote, but outdated Senate rules are stalling its passage. It's time to change these rules and save our democracy and economy. Join us at www.freedomtovotealliance.com.